You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. When Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. So all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website www.whenchristianspeak.com and click on our donation page. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com. All of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free. Challenge to change where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth from relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us, instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to Change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. So Father, I come before your throne washed in the blood of Jesus. I thank you for giving me the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might 
Make me a quick understanding so I do not judge by what I see with my eyes or hear with my ears, but by what your Holy Spirit reveals to me. We thank you, Jesus, for your presence, and I ask you to be Lord over this ministry and all that is done here. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to anoint this time of prayer and ministry. We claim the blood of Jesus over this session for our protection. We proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord here and that this is holy ground. We take authority in the name of Jesus and the power of his blood and word and command all evil spirits to leave this property now. We claim this room sealed in the name and authority of Jesus. We bind and forbid any evil spirits on the outside from having any knowledge or influence in this room. We thank you that the battle is the Lord's, but the victory is ours. We thank you that you have the right to adjust, shift, change, move, do whatever is necessary to bring forth your glory, your power, your might, your dominion, your rest, your peace, your increase, your victory in every area of our lives. And we call it manifested right now in Jesus' name. And all in agreement say, Amen. Amen. So turn to your neighbor for a second. Find a neighbor. Well, what do you want? Hmm? Just, just wait on them. See what they say. So if God was, mani- God was manifested in the flesh, he was standing right here, and he said, what do you want? What would you say? Would you have little hope? Would you have big hope? I mean, he just told me today, just ask, ask people, what do you want? Because you are responsible for receiving. He's already given it. But you are responsible for receiving. He's already gave it. Anybody want to share? I'm just telling you what he told me. We got two. So do I say what my neighbor want or what? I no, want don't tell on your neighbor. Help the relationship. And I, I'm learning what that looks like. Okay. So I can't really say what it looks like at the moment. Okay. Yeah. All right. Would you know it when you got it? I may push it away. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. So... I can say no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can answer. Okay. Healthy relationship. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Eternal life. Eternal life. Okay. All right. You got it. I think one hand was up here. Okay. The wisdom of Solomon. The wisdom of Solomon. Okay. Okay. All right. Who else? Yes, sir. Love. Love. Okay. All right. Abundant life in every area. Okay. You smiling. You want to share? Okay. My my immediate want right now is sleep. Sleep. Okay. I yeah. appreciate John. But yeah. and then I told Sharon as I want to turn my brain off and stop thinking about finances. Okay. All right. Everybody good? Okay. All right. So we've been talking about hope. Some somebody do a quick review on what we shared on third uh, on Sunday. What stood out to you on Sunday about hope? I got one in the back. Well, you gave us uh, 
an assignment. Okay. Write a, a life list okay. of 50 things you want to do because you are alive. Ooh. Not started a, on and it? not a bucket list. Okay, not a bucket list. What's the difference, guy? Bucket means you die. Life means you're going to live. Okay. Anything else stood out to you? Okay, that's it. The best answer to some things is silence. Y'all hear them? Anybody tried it this week? You tried? Okay, you didn't realize? Okay, hold on. In the uh, office where I'm working now, a person came in who I had never met before, and she was on the machine making copies, and she was cursing terribly. Okay. And then she said, oh, I'm sorry. There's a new person in here. I don't want her to think I'm this terrible person. And I said to her the, the very words, and I didn't realize it, the best answer to some things is silence. Because she said, what are you going to say about me? I said, sometimes best not to say anything. Ooh, okay. And then I looked here at the notes, and I said, you know, that's what pass I had in the notes. Okay. All right, who else raised their hand? Sharon, what you got? You want to share? And then Jasmine? Yeah. This week has been a, a week where my mother's done a lot of dumping on me. Dumping, okay. Yeah, okay. a whole lot of right. dumping. She, okay. she just had a, a whole lot of concerns about tongues interpretation yeah and so um ed and i had this conversation and that's what he said to me sharon just let her say what she needs to say and you don't have to add anything to it you don't have to take anything you don't have to add or take anything away just be quiet okay did it work for you Yes, sir. Okay, okay. And, and how long did it last? I mean, did she do it all at once, or was it scattered? No, it's like the whole okay. phone call. Okay, okay, okay. The okay. whole okay. phone call. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Phone calls and texts. Okay, phone calls and texts. Okay, all right. So at my job, not everybody has the same uh, level of customer service as I do. And so I had a client that needed help, but the audiovisual tech had left for the day. Okay. And so I called the help desk. They're supposed to help you, uh, right. but they like to not help you. Got you. Okay. So they were like, um, you're supposed to contact somebody in Raleigh for that. And I said, no, I need your manager to help this client. And I said, and I'm about to pass them the phone. Okay. And I passed the person the phone, and I could hear what the help desk was saying to the person. And they were making up all these excuses, and the person just was quiet, oh, and good. they made it happen. Okay, okay, all right. Everybody good? All right, so let's talk about hope. Somebody have the hand? Chris, you good? Okay. We're we on the, the subject of fortune telling. This is a cognitive distortion. This means the mind grabs this information and makes it work for them. This is not a healthy mindset. But you, the cognitive distortion means the mind grabs information and it makes it real in a person's life. Okay? Y'all got that? Yeah. It's not healthy, but it's real to the person. So you predict the worst possible outcome. And I wanted to make that clear because the question was asked on Sunday um, about, well, basically what they were asking was, what's the difference between faith and fortune telling? Fortune telling predicts the worst possible outcome. Faith produces 
predicts the best possible outcome. Two totally separate realms. Fortune telling produces, predicts the worst possible outcome. Faith predicts, grabs hold to, the best possible outcome. Anybody hear some bad outcomes predicted? And all of a sudden you grab hold of faith? And faith changed that situation? Anybody want to share? I got one here. He grinning about it, so it must be big. He's right behind you. He snuck up on you. Um, the reason I was laughing, because it actually happened uh, as I was leaving the house today to go to come here. Um, when I walked out the house, I saw a large truck, because I think the people that are above us uh-huh. are moving. Okay. And I saw this large truck, and I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't get a space in the front. I wouldn't be able to leave. Okay. But my, my car was on the other side, and it was still pretty close to the truck. And I was like, well, I might have to call someone and tell them I'm going to be really late because there's a huge truck here. And I was like, wait a second. I can still make it out of this. Okay. I can just pu- push, pull back, then move up some, and then re-angle myself, then pull back some more, and I'll be able to get out. Okay. All right. So, so you changed it from fortune telling to faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody else? Got one here, two here. Somebody back there raise their hand? Yeah, I realize that I've been doing some fortune telling when it comes to my health situation and um, was really trying to control going to a specialist that I'd been recommended to go to for like six months and I kept changing the appointment, changing it. And I was saying negatively to myself, oh, you're going to go to this appointment. You're not going to get good news. You're going to have to do this, this, and this. And then I said, wait a minute. Look how God is working and moving in your life. Why are you giving in to that negative? You know, when you said just stop, turn your mind off, and step out on faith, I could not have had a better outcome. Okay. But I'd been really, really fortune-telling. Okay, okay. Because that was my old behavior. That was my pattern. Okay. So I'm growing. Amen, amen. Um, Last week I I subbed for a class, and one of the teachers came down the hall, and she said, "Um, your third period class, they are absolutely horrible. I feel really, really... (laughs) Everybody looking like I feel bad for okay. you. Okay. And I said, this was my faith talk. Okay. That might have been for other subs. There you go. But that's not going to be for okay. me. Okay. They were perfect. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Y'all grabbing this thing. So can, can I get y'all to announce something about turning your brain off? So what, 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 what would have to happen in order to turn yeah. your yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, so you, you two, you, man. So, so guys, just get prepared because I'm going to come more and more. You guys got to live. Okay? So just repeat after me. And that that uh, coconut was good. I ren- <laughs> Still coming up. I, 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 I renounced the lie that I'm cutting my brain off. I rendered that word powerless to come to pass against me. When thoughts come, I will replace them. In Jesus, name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody got Amen. some coconut on the this game. So, okay. All right, y'all got it? Yeah. Okay. All right. This negative prediction becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So, that was the next thing we were getting ready to go to. So, if I turn my brain off, the next prediction is that it has to come to pass. 
we talked about we gravitate towards our strongest belief. What does that mean, guys? If we gravitate towards our strongest belief, what does that mean? You got one in the back? So what you think on, okay. whether good or bad, can become your reality. Okay. All right. What you think on, good or bad, can become your reality. So, so I want to share a brief testimony. Uh, we gravitate towards our strongest beliefs. So I'm taking, teaching a job for life class. And part of that class is we actually do mock interviews. So we'll call people in from different places to, to interview people. Uh, so we're training them, and we're teaching them how to answer to these questions that they don't feel comfortable with. Uh, you know, never thought about answering. So this one young lady, she's, she's sitting there, and these two people are, are uh, asking her a question. And this is sort of illegal, but if the question is asked and you don't say it's illegal, the person normally will answer it. Like, do you have a felony charge? You're not supposed to be able to ask somebody that. But if you don't know, you will answer the question. Um, no, she asked her that, and then she said, um, what happened on your last job as to why you're looking for employment? The woman looks like, I mean, it's like I'm standing on the side because I'm kind of like videotaping it because I want them to see their answers. And I see from the side that she just paused, and, and I'm going to give you the pause that she gave. And so I see tears well up in her eyes. I'm still at a side angle. And she composes herself enough to say, me and a co-worker had a disagreement. And the two interviewers, they just said, okay, okay. So they left it at that because they saw how uncomfortable she was. So that was the last question that, that she answered. And she goes to sit down. So I stopped for a moment because I'm teaching class. So if I teach class, I can do what I want, right? And Jesus? So I said, what, so then we critique, and so we talk about what, what did she do well. I always say, what did you do well? And I asked the two, two interviewers, what do you think she did well? And so then they go to, to leave her alone because they can see that she's upset. But what do I see? I see I want that healed so it doesn't have to come up again. So I say, now, you appeared as if you were shooken, shooken up by that question. So what is it about that question that bothered you. I said, you went somewhere when they asked you that because you wasn't there. So she took a deep breath, and I saw this tear come down her face. And then I said, so where did you go? And she said, I shoplifted. And so that's why I lost my job. And I say, okay, so you shoplift. What happens if you would never go there again? Y'all know where I'm going, right? So chairman of the board is in there. I don't care if the chairman of the board is in there. Jesus is in there. So I said, okay. I said, now, I need you to forgive yourself because that's what you carry. So I said, close your eyes, same way I always talk to you all. Close your eyes, put your hand on your heart so that you can stay there because you're going to leave there. So I, just t I lead her in the forgiveness prayer, and I said, you're going to fill in the blanks. So she said, I said, I forgive myself for causing me to feel, and then she started to say, like a misfit, like an outcast like I made a big mistake, that I can't forgive myself. And then I heard in my spirit, someone teased her about that and continued to tease her. And I said, someone teased you and continued to tease you. And I said, who is it? And she, she, I say, say their name. And she said the name, so she gave that to God. The more she talked, the more tears started to come down. Remember that it was twinkly, you know, very twinkly at first, and then it just 
And then I said, now, put your hand down. See what Jesus wanted to give you. And he said, success. I mean, it was instant. He said, success. So I said, go back and see can you find that chop, shoplifting charge. Go back and see whether you can find that place anymore. And she said, I can't find it. So by this time, the whole class just erupted. They're like, whoa, Jesus. I mean, they just go wild in there. And I said, well, would you ladies mind giving her a hug? And so everybody just jumped up. I mean, they just jumped up. They ran towards her, and the class ended in a hug fest. But she couldn't find that place anymore. She just kept on the way out the door. All she said was, I can't find it. All I hear is success. So we know she's going to get a job there. But that's where she was. Follow me? So, guys, I'm telling you now so that you will know and you won't be surprised. God has taken his church into the marketplace. That's you. We're going to start laying hands on people at work. We're going to start ministering to people at work, not like we did before. I'm talking about instantaneous healing where we won't care who's there, who's looking, who's watching. We're still going to do our jobs. But it's that, that's what time it is. I'm just telling you. So the chairman of the board, she texted me back and like, uh, you know, I, I know you only asked me to come to one class, but I'm seeing whether I can reschedule some stuff so I can come back to Tuesday class. All right, so we gravitate towards our strongest belief. She gravitated towards her strongest belief, which is she still saw herself being fired because she stole something. My strongest belief was you can be healed so that, because you got a one-year-old little girl, you need a job. Okay? What's the use? I, I, I won't get it. It won't work. That's what fortune telling does. It gets you to a place where you get to the point where you gravitate towards your strongest belief. It won't work. I apply for five jobs, so why apply for six? It won't work. Faith will tell you, you, you apply for five jobs, but six is the one that you'll get the job on. Wayne, Wayne, give us a testimony about you, brother. <laughs> how, how long did you wait on this job? Uh, it's about two and a half years. Okay, all right. Yeah, two and a half years, and I got turned down uh, twice. And the third time was the most harrowing because it was so many moving parts to it. Okay. The person who was going to get me in got, you know, mysteriously got quit. And um, I had to go through this intensive test that I'd never heard of taking before. And so, like at the fi- it was like at the final lap, all these obstacles seemed to come up, come in the way, but I changed my self talk. Okay, changed self talk. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm I'm asking you, if your thinking is a little twisted, if you get a little upset sometimes, call somebody that got some healthy thinking. Guys, you don't have to. Do- That's why it's called the body of Christ. Can the foot say to the hand, "I have no need of you"? And y'all find that on your own time. It's scripture in there. Talk about that. Okay? But I'm just telling you, don't stay with this stuff because if you do, guys, you're going to gravitate towards your strongest belief. Such and such act ugly to me. You don't know what such and such was going through. But talk to somebody. Don't hold this thing and let it grow. It's linked to anxiety and depression. You bring me a person or, or let me know that you have, you're dealing with anxiety and depression. One of the first things I'm going to look at is, so, okay, so how do you use fortune telling? What have you been telling yourself about the future? I won't get it. It won't work. I get it. I lose it. Um, what, what, what else people say? 
I get it and I lose it and what else? I, I know it's, it's difficult for y'all because none of y'all are fortune tellers. But, but, but if you were, not qualified. Just shout it out to me. If you don't use it now, you'll lose it. Ooh, it's going good now, but I'm just waiting on the other shoe to drop. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. So if I gravitate towards my strongest belief, I got to gravitate to make sure that that comes to pass. One of the most common cognitive distortions. So that's why I say that's the first place I'm going to go. If you talk about depression and anxiety, I'm going to go to fortune teller. Because if life is as good as God created it, in order for it to go bad, I have to be telling myself something. Biased perspective about ourselves, others, and, and the world. So what, what is it about fortune telling? It won't just stay about you. It will stay, it will grow towards you and others, you and the world. So it's going to grab your whole perspective about those three areas, and you operate in those three areas. Perspective about ourselves, perspective about others, and perspective. So you, you get married. If you got a, a perspective, fortune-telling perspective, what is that, what is that marriage going to look like? Now, I need the mics on this one because it's going worldwide. <laughs> what is it going to look like from your perspective if you operate in fortune-telling? Because it predicts the worst possible outcome. You got a mic here? I'm going to have to watch him real close because you know they cheat. Oh, okay. All right. It's boring. It's boring. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. It's not going to last. It's not going to last, okay? I wonder how long it's going to last. I wonder how long it's going to last, okay? All right? And so that biased perspective has to accelerate that, Ed, because we're going to gravitate towards our strongest belief. So I got to mess it up so that I can prove that I was right. If there's something about myself that I don't like, then I'm going to project, project that uh -huh. on him, and, okay. and then he's not going to like that about me. Okay, okay. he's not going to like that about me? I can't be myself because now I have to do what he wants to Ooh. do. <laughs> okay. Okay, Wayne. I found I found something, and I got to change it because I thought it was positive. I was thinking like it's too good to be true. Ooh, okay. I got to change. I'm gonna stop okay. that. Okay. Yes. Are you want to renounce it now? I would. Yes. yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I renounce the statements that I've been making about my job that it's too good to be true. So this is what we pray for, right? This is what we pray for. He, he believed for, for two and a half years about it. And then it's too good to be true. God gave you his best. I mean, it's not just Wayne. All of us have done this stuff before. Too good to be true. But if I gravitate toward my strongest belief, I'm going to find a way to make it true. I told you that God was going to let me down. It's reinforced over time, guys. You got to grab that. It's reinforced over time. What does that mean? That every time it comes up, it gets stronger. It gets stronger. It gets stronger. It gets stronger. It's no longer subconscious with you guys because now that's why I'm ministering on it. It usually operates subconsciously until it gets to a point where someone says, there is something, 
how how come this keeps happening in your life? Why does this thing keeps coming up in your life? So now it's no longer subconscious because I've brought it to the forefront. Remember, I was supposed to teach on risk, and the Holy Spirit so said, "No, I need you to teach on hope." Big difference. So what does subconscious mean? That I'm not aware that it's happening. But now you are. Everybody got it? Any questions on fortune telling? Tendencies and patterns of thinking or believing. So I just want to think this, I'll start to believe it. Thinking is just, just like that salt that I poured on Sunday in my hand. That's a thought. And now all of a sudden I start to believe it. So I act as if it's so. I act as if it's real. What you got, Shay? Might come in your way. Okay, I got a question. Okay. So if you can recognize that you have been doing this for many a year. Okay. <laughs> and now that you know that you're doing it, you need to come out of it. Uh huh. Do you have to work your way out of it? Like just keep reinforcing it to yourself because you are pretty much ingrained in it like if you just started this like last week it's okay. pretty easier to stop doing it but if you've been doing it for like oh I don't know okay. 50 years okay. um, <laughs> it takes a little time okay so that's good so you renounce always start out with renouncing the life that you led in fortune telling and then I also ask the Holy Spirit to show me if it ever tries to show itself again so I choose to walk free of fortune telling after I renounce it. And with him, remember he doesn't condemn, he convicts. Conviction means, Michelle, you better than this. Um, so once it comes to the forefront, you got to acknowledge it and you have to make sure that... Now, I'm, I'm not talking about you walking around and look for it. But you can, because the Holy Spirit, you just renounced it, the Holy Spirit will witness it and go, okay. Okay, thank you. I have a family member that constantly makes a statement about another family member that that person is just sick. Okay. Uh, we need to pray for them. And I have told them don't say that okay. because what you are saying you're putting those words in the atmosphere mm -hmm. and they are going to manifest mm -hmm. themselves yes. but they consistently do it over and over okay. again How, what else can I so you combat it by saying the opposite okay okay it's sort of like how I did with Ashley I don't know what she caught what I was trying to do so whenever her mother says something about the kids then she was to say the opposite of that and so we're having a, a, a planning party because I'm going to outplant you. Because if you say they're sick, I say, no, they walk, they, they will. They're smart. They're intelligent. So I'm not just going to go tit for tat. If you say one, I'm going to do three. Okay. You follow me? Okay. And I'm going to say it out loud. Yeah. Now, you won't be popular. <laughs> Y'all know that, right? You won't be popular. Yeah. Yeah. We are the salt of the earth. So God has called us. To make a change where other people don't see change. I've, I've noticed with my mom, like when I talk to her, and I know she's getting ready to go to the negative. I say, well, mom, you know, I'm thankful we've had a great week. I know we're going to have, you know, good things happen. And it gets to a point where she hangs up on me. Okay, good, good. So, okay. so I guess my question is, 
do I? I'm gonna keep doing it because uh-huh. I feel better. Okay. I don't want to. How can I say it? I don't want to set myself up to think that she's going to change. But sometimes I, I do hope that she will. Okay. But am I doing the right thing? Yes, just sir. keep keep okay. saying it. Yeah. And if she hangs up, yeah. then yeah. just keep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If I got a neighbor, right? <laughs> I don't want to say this, and then you. Our challenge as Christians is that we think everybody's going to like us. But speaking the truth, Christ was perfect, committed no sin. All he wanted to do is to see you healed, delivered, set free, and in heaven. And he caught it. So get used to people not liking you because you speak truth. Get used to people walking the other way because you're coming. Get used to people getting up from the table. This is not a happy sermon. But I got to get you used because you are the only truth that some people will receive. Well, no, not receive, but hear. Get used to not being invited to the party because I know what she's going to say. She's going to refute what I just said. You tried talking to them. They wouldn't listen. What y'all thinking? <laughs> are y'all ready for that? I mean, can you take it? Can you? It's a new place. It's a different place. They see you coming. They go another way. All that does is give you more time to talk to somebody else who needs help. <laughs> Did he say that the enemies would be within your own household? Can y'all find that for me? No, it's in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's in one of those. I'm close. <laughs> All the 20-something books that we knocked it down to four. Yeah, y'all look for it. It says something about uh, your enemies would be from your own household. All right, what is it for? Did I say Matthew? <laughs> I was going to say Luke Johnny. <laughs> A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. That does not only mean your household. That means your body. The body of Christ. Anybody ever encountered that where people stop liking you? We're telling them the truth? Raise your hand if that's been you. Okay. Have you ever been fortunate enough where, not necessary, but fortunate enough where they come back and apologize because, wow, you know, what you shared with me really changed my life, blessed me. Anybody ever heard that happen? <laughs> Very few. I had 12 raise their hand, only two get it back. It, somebody came and shared it with me. Okay. <laughs> but don't look for it. Okay. I. Oh, go ahead. Back when I first started dating Corey, and me, you, and Mama were out at Chick-fil-A, and it felt like a bashing jazz session. Okay. And you were like, jazz, you mean. You mean. (laughs) 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 That's why nobody want to be your friend. (laughs) Tears streaming down my face. I'm like, dang. Hit the hit, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, <laughs> miracle. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta go. Gotta go to people. 
Y'all, y'all follow me? I mean, what, what, what grade were you in, Jan, when I said, I'm not, I'm not your friend, I'm your father? Dad went to school telling everybody about that. What age was that? That was teenage years, so probably 16. Uh, Curtis <laughs> says, all the blood. <laughs> all right, th- thanks for sharing, honey. So one of the things about fortune telling is it's usually false and inaccurate. That's why I'm trying to share this thing. If you have a pencil, if you think negative a lot or you get offended a lot, then always gravitate towards somebody that can, you bounce it off of them. Tell them the real story now. Y'all, y'all understand what I mean, right? The truth. So that they can say, well, maybe you looked at that a different way. What happens if, I see, what happens if, you know, like we, we had an incident today um, in charge of housing. So what we normally do is uh, uh, we'll turn the key and then say, boys and roof, come in to fix something. So this guy who just moved in the house two weeks ago, he stopped the repair guy. And he said, would it be, have you ever thought about knocking on the door first and then putting the key in? So the guy comes and he's all upset. He's mad. And I was like, wow, I never thought about that. Well, I, and so now I, I see the guy's swole, the guy swole up. He offended, right? So I, I try this. I say, I'll tell you what. Let's step away from how we used to do it, and let's see if that was you and you had just moved in, would you want somebody to knock on the door first and see whether there's a reply and then turn the key and say, Boaz and Ruth here to make the repair? Everybody could see it except the one that got offended. So did I have to call him to the side later on because I could see he mad? You know, he the one knocked on the door. So then always go to your perspective. I, I see you, Court. Porter. Always go to your perspective teach. See, the way that God sets this teaching up is that he stir steps you guys. You follow me? So he says, Paul, for this teaching, I want, for the new year, I want to do perspective. Because then if you can see, get them to see their perspective, they won't go into hopelessness. So the last two teachings that you have encountered are the ones that's building the wall towards the defense that you will have to use in order to walk in for you. You follow me? So I went to the perspective place. I say, okay. So what's your perspective when I said, instead of us doing it the way we always done it, what if we do it differently by knocking on the door? What did you hear? What was your perspective? Well, I heard you were picking on me. I said, okay, all right. So I'm picking on you, okay? So when I said, what if we all step away from it for a second? What did you hear? I heard you picking on me. You follow me? Yeah. So I said, okay, so let, let's just take a, a break from this for a little while. You go outside, pray in tongues, clean up something, do something, and then come back and let's talk. So he did it, and, and he was okay. Yes, sir. Um, my question Half was. Half an hour later. <laughs> right, go ahead. It seems like. Uh, like this fortune telling thing, the tendencies or patterns that you have. Uh-huh. So it feels like in my own life, I have different tendencies or patterns depending on the people I'm interacting with. Okay. All right. So the people I interact with here, I have more patience. Okay. Than like at work. Gotcha. Okay. So when you were talking about um, if you're offended easily or if you go negative, there are some times where I go negative more often than others. Okay. Is that uh-huh. normal? Yeah. yeah. So – 
I always trace that back, Porter, to something else that has happened prior to that. We, most of the time, we just don't go negative by ourselves. I mean, there is normally something that has occurred that hadn't been processed, something that's happened. We didn't get enough sleep. We didn't get the food we wanted. You follow me? Because very rarely is what's really bothering me what's really bothering me. Yeah. So something happened, and then it started to snowball. You follow me? That's why I will ask the question, what just happened? And then with something like that, I just say, I, 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 I seem a little negative today. What, what's going on? I do a lot of out loud talking, so. Um, if you know somebody that's always easily offended uh-huh. and negative, and I've tried to talk to this person, okay. you know, if something happened, okay, I was there, I saw what happened, but your take on what happened is totally different. Okay. And I'm like, you know, well, I didn't see this, or what if exactly what you think okay. happened is not really what happened? And and no, I know what I saw. I know. And do I keep praying for that person I, I to see the light? Because I, yeah. I, you know, when you say just stop talking, mm-hmm. I don't have any more words. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, 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 that's good. Important. What what is the the difference between the two types of people? Where you say I don't I have more patience here than I do there. Um, well, it's probably more than two types of people. Okay. So okay. it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's probably more of the interaction that I have. Okay. So just being honest, I mean, I okay. see everybody here once a week. Uh-huh, I got you. Okay. I interact with people at work five, six okay, times a week. Okay. 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 <laughs> so that's probably it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would just, just, I mean, just, just be quiet. The last time we talked, we got in an argument because you asked for truth, I gave it to you, and you got upset. So today I'll just listen yeah. and keep eating the salad or whatever you eat. Because this is what I need you to understand. Psychological damage has taken place. When people fortune tell long enough, psychological damage has taken place. Okay. <laughs> So I say I believe it. So how do you deal with someone who's psychologically damaged? You recognize that they're going to talk a certain way. They're going to have certain tendencies towards certain things because the damage has taken place. It's been going on long enough that they got a groove in, inside th- their mindset, and that groove takes them in very unhealthy places. But that's where they're choosing to stay. Okay, everybody got that? In short, Paul Morgan's form, brain damage. They got brain damage because they have been fortune telling that long. Um, let's say this is, you can follow me. They always have the same story and they never want help for the story. You know anybody like that? Okay. The more time you spend with them, the more they drain you. Brain damage. They can't see, hear, anything else other than what they're sharing. They will look at you sometime, and you will recognize that they're not listening. But the the self-help part of us want to do what? The more I talk, the more data I give them, the more they're going to change. 
Turn to your neighbor and say, the bald face lie. <laughs> Not just a lie. That's a bald face lie. So that, that, that help you out? So that person, it, it, it's almost as if they could pick up where they left off the last time you met them. Y'all met anybody like that? They, they're complaining, right? They'll pick up right where they left off, and it's like, don't miss a beat. Or they'll repeat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brain damage. Okay, any other questions? Yes, sir. Mike, coming your way. Let's say you the one with the brain damage. Okay. <laughs> when you said the last couple of things, I said, okay, I'll be doing some of that. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> how you, okay, so what I need to say, I guess, contrary to what I need okay. Okay. to say, because I can be, yeah, okay. yeah. So I'm, I'm the, so in this scenario, I, I'm the one with okay. the. I, I appreciate yeah. your honesty. Can I be honest? You yeah. in counseling, so you good. Okay. I'm not saying everybody needs to be in counseling. I'm just saying he's in counseling. So I know where that, that's going. Fair enough. Just be patient. But if you're not in counseling, <laughs> you, need to, you need to go to God and you need to ask, at first repent. Go ahead and just put that down. So, so, so this is different because what's different about this is that you chose this way of thinking. You follow me? So... He said, think on those things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and deserving of praise. But what you said was, I don't want to think like that. I want to think like this. I want to predict the worst possible outcome. So that's repentance. So, Father, I repent for choosing to think this way instead of the way you told me to think. And after you, you do that part, then what you're going to do is that you're going to acknowledge how this has impacted your life in a negative way. And the reason why I say that, guys, is because I recognize we have so much stuff on our mind, Ed, that when we start praying, we start drifting. And this is one way that I found out that we won't drift if we start naming the things, how it's impacted our life. We'll stay rooted because now we got to think about the prayer we're praying. You follow me? Then after that, then you tell them, I'm giving this to you. And, I, and I, I, I would strongly recommend this is a prayer you would pray writing instead of just praying. You follow me? Because I want you to see those things. Because those are your red flags if you try to go back. You'll recognize, wait a minute, I, I just listed ten things. So if a red flag comes up and the Holy Spirit is saying, you're better than this, then you will be able to know I'm, I'm regressing because I'm starting to walk this other way. You follow me? So once you name it, then Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you in advance that I'm free and I see life differently. Starting with my thoughts. And just in quotations, I thank you that my brain and my mind are now healed of cognitive distortions. The brain does one thing in the mind. The brain is the substance. The mind is the thinker. Why you hit your hand up? I got uh, prompted by what um, Corey was saying. Uh -huh. So uh, psychological damage, like there would be times where I would hear something. 
and I would not get the right um, understanding of it. Uh-huh. But it was plain. So what kind of psych- what causes that type of psychological damage? Real? That's that's the childhood part of you. Psychological damage is I'm a little boy that I can't I'm a little boy that does not understand the world and its ways. You follow me? So that's above me. And so what the mind did was it decided it said, okay, if he's a little boy, he won't understand common things as well as complex things. But what happens is for you in times past, if an adult, adult said it, you instantly reverted to the little boy. Because fortune telling, it has to come to pass. I gravitate towards my strongest belief. People are more, they are smarter than me, stronger than me, faster than me, better than me. So whenever someone spoke that was an adult or authority figure, you would automatically gravitate towards a little boy so that you wouldn't understand. That's where the brain damage was. So you would do the same prayer. Okay? Appreciate your honesty. You know, the areas where I saw you start to come out of in times past, if all of us was talking, Wayne would always stand back. Y'all remember that part of him? Who, who remember that? Jay? Okay. He would stand back from the conversation because the little boy wasn't worthy enough talking in the conversation. And then as healing started to manifest, he would participate in the conversation. Mike? Yeah, now he'd be busting in conversations and I had to be like, hold on, I'm having a female talk. Like, can you just go, like, for a second? See? See how healing works? Any other questions? I got one here and one here. Oh, go ahead, Paul. Um, My question was this. So if you have a pattern that's set in your thinking, and like I was saying earlier, uh-huh. in a more one area than the other, over time, will that pattern happen in other areas? So if, Yes. Okay. Yeah, because that's the way thinking errors work is it gravitates and grabs more information, more areas, because it, it, its plan is to destroy you. And it's, good, it's the same thing for scripture reference or walking in righteousness. What happens is the more... The more you get God's word, the more you want it. So your mind is starting to grab even more, even more goodness. But if it goes negative, it's going to grab more negative because its thing is to destroy you. Good question. I can't remember. It was a few weeks ago, maybe months ago, you said instead of speaking to the person, speak to that spirit. And I've been doing that, but I'm trying to Get away from, okay, so when am I going to see the results in that, okay. that person? How, how do you continue that new belief and not, and I, I guess in my past, gravitate, so when am I going to see results? Stop asking that second part okay. of the question. Okay. How do you okay. mature to a point where you can just speak to the spirit okay. and not, even though you're not seeing the changes, okay. just okay. go with it? Okay. okay. I've been teaching the last last couple of weeks going back and forth about finding the scripture that you stand on. That's the only thing you stand on. So this scripture has, so this remote represents the scripture I'm standing on. So I go to bed with this remote. I wake up with this remote. I live with this remote. I eat with this remote. I sleep with this remote. 
you never heard me mention the situation anymore after I grabbed the scripture that, I standing, that I'm standing on. So I don't allow myself to go in. So the best way I can describe it is if I'm walking in abundance, if I'm believing for abundance, I don't discuss like. So this scripture is about abundance. That's the only thing I live, I breathe, I think. I won't allow anything else to enter in. You follow me? So the, the, the spirit that you spoke to, to of that person, that's why I put time and date stamps on stuff. Whenever I read scripture, I always interpret it through what is my objective towards not believing that. So I get rid of the objective. So, for example, I want to see it. I want to see it happen. So then the Holy Spirit say, okay, put a time and date stamp on it. Then you'll stop looking for that. Because if I say it happened Tuesday the 25th at 5 o'clock, then that's when it happened. That's what's in my hand. So I don't need to see anything else because it happened Tuesday 25th at 5 o'clock. Now, the flesh part of us want to do what? We, we, we want to dig it up, right, Ed? We want to dig it up and look at it. And the moment you dug it and the air hit it, it died. The moment you dug it up, that's when the angel said, okay. But that's warfare. Because we have personality types that want to see the person change. But then what makes me laugh is I always say, well, how long did it take you to change, Paul? <laughs> see, I ask my own self. Don't ask nobody. <laughs> Don't ask no- well, well, how long did it take you to change? And you're amazed that, that you can look back and say, wow, man, that took about 15 years. But then you leave somebody, Christ, and how fast you think they both change? You mean you don't read your Bible five times a day? You don't fast? You don't go to church? You're not consistent. You just don't believe the Lord loves you. Right, Chris? Time and day step. Okay? That's good? Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. During this, I'm thinking about biochemistry. Okay. And when I say chemistry, okay. it's like it's almost like it just kind of cuts off. Uh-huh. And of course, like that makes it hard for me to study. Okay. And I know that in the past, like with organic chemistry, I was just trying to pass the class. Okay. And so now he says, remember in organic? I'm like, uh uh-uh. Okay, I got you. Okay. And then I do like the learning confession. Uh-huh. And then when I get to biochemistry, it's like after that, I do it really, really fast. Okay. So I don't forget. Okay. And it's like I can feel it like right here okay. in my head. Like okay. I feel like the biochemistry. Okay. And it's like I'm trying to like focus, uh-huh. but it's like when I hear the chemistry part, it seems just almost like stop. So what, what, what happened to you in biochemistry? I failed my test. Okay. I, I, I just need to ask so I can find out where it was, guys. <laughs> Okay, I can see that that one is a hot trigger, boy. Did y'all feel that? Okay, all right. All right, so we'll deal with it later on. I'm going to let you rest for a little while. <laughs> okay? All right, so I just wanted to know what was the core. You told me what the core. So so just live with it for a day or so, and we'll talk again. Okay? When, when, do, you have, when do you have the test? Or when do you have to study? When do you have to pass the test? I have my next class Okay, all right. we, we, we got time then. Just sitting here, um, I had like a breakthrough moment because I've been really fortune-telling, like I said, with my health. And I kept trying to figure out where that stemmed from. It goes back, of course, to my childhood. I was incredibly health-challenged. And I was so afraid of the pediatrician. 
my parents had to trick me. Okay, there we go. Okay. Y'all see me getting closer, right? That I was going yeah. to the doc they would take different routes. Okay. Um I would have almost a panic attack okay. because there was a church that sat on the corner. Uh-huh. And first of all, I'm like, why aren't I in school today? Okay. Because you have a fever, we need to go to the doctor. And I'm thinking, oh, no, not again, because okay. I'm going to end up getting a shot, at least one, okay. but probably a series of them, which would always happen. Okay. And I had that anxiety feeling to happen just a few minutes ago that took wow. me all the way back okay. Okay. to when I was a little kid freaking out okay. when I would get close to the doctor's office and thinking about the outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, not even knowing as a little kid, but diagnosing myself almost. You know, if you go there, you're going to get a series of shots. I remember once they gave me a shot, and I was so tense, they had to give me a second one because my muscles tightened so badly. I can remember the doctor saying, we got to do this again, you know, and it just... I kept wondering where that stemmed from, and okay. just got it. Just got it. Okay, take take all your pen right quick, so we can write this down. You, you, she's the only one writing. I need y'all's help, though. My, we hadn't got about you. We hadn't got about you. All right. So, what all? If, if you just went by the natural, if you just went legal, what did you hear? So people hide things from me. Okay. So write it down. Can't trust people, especially people of authority. Parents. They're going to hurt me? Who's going to hurt you? Doctors. Okay. Can't trust doctors. Okay. Okay. Why would you hurt me? Okay. Fear of getting sick. Okay. Fear of getting healed. Why you say heal? Uh-huh. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Deception. Okay. Mm-hmm. Put it down. Will she come back? Will she come back? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You got it. Hold, hold, hold on one second. Okay. All right. Something got hit. What? 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 What did you just say? Will I come back? Okay. All right. So you write it down. What did you say, Smith? Okay. All right. Pay attention to where I'm going. So if I don't trust people, I got to watch people. I got to watch them, what they're doing. Okay. All right. Anything else? It. Am I going to survive? Okay. I just have a question. When she's taking the, the bus, does she ever ask questions? Do you ever talk to the driver or anything to make sure they're on route? Always. Okay. All right. So I don't trust you. Okay. Can't trust you. Don't say don't trust you. I can't trust you. Anything else, guys? Talk. What? People trick me. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so I reject help. Let me put it down. I mean, we we, we heard that when she said that the dude called and wanted to fix it. Uh, yeah, reject help. Okay. 
Okay, she has to be one step ahead. Okay. In control. Okay. So Holy Spirit just said, I'm answering two questions. Remember you asked the question, does it permeate it to other areas? Perfect example. Started out in one thought and just, okay. So, so anything else, guys? Y'all, yes, ma'am. Helpless, okay, okay. I'm helpless. Okay, okay. Okay, all right. Still being driven, okay. Ooh, okay, okay. Wow, that's powerful. I'm not in the driver's seat. So I can't control my life. All right, anything else? That's pretty good. So you got something? You think of something? You good? All right. And then more is going to come up. So you're going to give me a call and we're going to set up a session. But you make sure you bring that with you. Okay? All right? Amen? We expose that sucker. Okay? All right, guys. We'll pick up on Sunday. This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you, with Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m. at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866-333-9505.